Hi everybody, welcome. So today I wanted to do something together and it's an exercise in figuring out what your internal landscapes are. So imagine if you will yourself being something from or relating to nature that would describe how you're feeling. Maybe it's a tree or the sky or fog or bird or fish. Imagine this piece of nature going through the day you most recently had. It might have been today or yesterday or maybe even right now. So take a moment to just imagine what thing or form or animal or weather or anything, anything that's found in nature. If you had to say you were that, you're feeling like that right now, what would it be? So kind of get that in your mind's eye. Imagine yourself as that part of nature. Where are you? What's your environment look like? What are you doing? Are you going anywhere? What are your feelings and your thoughts and your intentions? What does your environment look like, smell like, feel like, and so on? Look around and take in every detail. Vividly imagine the scenario. Why was that your story? Why did you imagine what you did? Attach a connection to it. Were you somewhere cold? Why? Were you somewhere hot? Why? Was there wind? Why? How does it relate to your past day? What does cold mean to you or whatever the experience that you had mean to you? Is there anything that's symbolic? Today, we're going to talk about inner landscapes and using imagery to better understand our feelings and thoughts. Internal landscapes are a way to communicate with your subconscious and your inner wisdom and knowing. This is the I Care About You podcast, and I'm Juliana J. and I want you to know that you can be your own change. Okay, so now that you have this image in your mind, or if it's too hard to do this while you're listening to the podcast, try it once you're done with this. Find a quiet space to imagine a landscape and then decipher it for yourself. I will also make a companion guided meditation for this practice. So if that's easier, you can wait for that. That should be out in the next couple of days and it'll follow this podcast. Give yourself 10 minutes or so to complete this practice because you really want to go deep, look around, really experience what this landscape looks like. This can also be a journal prompt, which we did in our last journaling meetup that we had a couple days ago. And I will link that meetup in the description if you want to join the journaling group. It's ongoing, it happens every month. And we were working with internal landscapes this past month. I'll also make a video about those prompts so that you can have that as well. This is a good tool to use often whenever you are feeling spun out or overwhelmed or unsure about how you feel. Take a moment to imagine your internal landscape this isn't role-playing or replaying a situation in your mind. This is something different. This is using nature to create imagery that is symbolic of how you feel. It's observing what your mind tells you. This is a great way to distance yourself enough to allow your mind to tell you the things you might not get simply by analyzing what your internal landscape looks like on any particular day. Have you ever had something happen to you and in the moment you didn't know how you felt about it, but later when you were telling someone about it, you start to articulate your feelings about the situation that you hadn't even understood or didn't even realize you felt until you started having that free flowing conversation with another person. This exercise is kind of like that. 
It allows space for you to process things in a different way and to let your subconscious mind tell you what it knows. Sometimes this is referred to as an inner landscape, a place inside yourself where you can relate through felt sensations, images, internal dialogue or words. It can be a tool to look deeper into the feelings and situations and to interpret things in new ways. It is a way to speak to your subconscious. If you're having trouble tapping into your internal wisdom. You can use the inner landscapes to check in with yourself, to ask yourself what your landscape looks like today. Does it change when something happens during the day? You can check in with your emotions without having to directly name them and work directly with them. You are like sunshine and an early morning summer day or fog over a bog in winter. Is there wildlife or is it a wasteland? This is another way to work with your thoughts and feelings in a more image-based practice and can be fun or more creative than doing other types of emotional work. It's kind of a nice break when you're really trying to work on yourself to then use this powerful tool that is creative and interesting and new and different to work out how you feel about things and what's going on. You can also use this kind of imagery to figure out where you are on your path, where you're going, and all those types of things. This exercise can also show you your dreams, where you want to go, as I said, your path, things you're struggling with. Sometimes we struggle with the situation only to find out it wasn't actually that situation or event at all, but rather old feelings, the event conjured up. This practice is a great tool for understanding these parts of ourselves that are harder to see sometimes. They just aren't as obvious and they aren't on the surface. Many times I thought I felt one way about a situation, but when I've done this type of work, this imagery work, I realized that I didn't feel that way at all. I really am relating to it in a completely different way. It'll kind of blow your mind. You can also use this practice to further a creative state, but using this tool can create a safe space, a healing space, an authentic space, or all of the above at the same time. So if you're really wanting a space where you can explore your feelings and emotions, using this type of in imagery can really help in just creating the space within your side yourself. Your inner landscape may be where you let your secrets out and you become who you want to be. It can be a space for planning or understanding goals in a way that is in touch with your inner self. Sometimes we think so rationally about our goals and life plans. We think with our outer selves, the self that we project to the outside world. Sometimes goals will then involve expectations of others, norms or societal expectations, and new things that you haven't fully processed. It may be cultural or spiritual expectation that might not be resonating with you, but is playing a role in these goals you're trying to create or these things you're trying to do with your life. But to use the internal landscape to explore the goals is to think about how you really feel in relationship to those goals or aspirations. And it can be really liberating. It allows you to create a space of pure experimentation. It is a way to tap into how you truly feel and about your direction in life and your goals and your desires and your dreams. Keep a journal if you're so inclined. If you keep a journal of what your internal landscapes are from day to day, you will start to see patterns. From these patterns, you can create a coding system, such as when I see clouds in my internal landscape, that could mean I am upset with somebody 
or I'm upset with what somebody said to me, you'll start to see these patterns the more you do this work. And if you start creating a little code for yourself, it'll be really easy to understand things. It could be a color, a texture, the weather, a certain place you go to, certain animals, all kinds of things can be symbols. Has this ever happened to you? You wake up in a sunny disposition, happy and good mood, maybe even joking, and then you go on to work or somewhere and throughout the day your mood changes and by the time you get back home you feel like you've entered a storm of grumpiness. That can be looked at in terms of internal landscapes. You can ask yourself, what brought on the shift? What changed? Sometimes you don't know, but when you analyze your internal landscape, the pivot points in your mood might become more apparent. Not just the actual things that happened during the day, but the emotions or thoughts or self-dialogue that may have sparked certain things to happen and certain changes in your happiness level. Your internal landscape will tell you all of this. You can carve out these practices pretty easy as you get used to it, simply closing your eyes to other stimuli and looking inward to your landscape for not even a minute. It can change lots of things if you learn to do that, and it only takes a minute tops once you get good at it. You will also be able to spot the signs and symbols of your inner landscape that tell you what's really going on. We all have signs and symbols, things from our childhood, our stories, our fairy tales, our events, culture, society, groups, the internet. They can all be internalized to mean different things. Some of the symbols are very specific to you, and some are a little bit more universal. For example, I have a memory of pastel-colored sugar sprinkles on an ice cream cone. Immediately, that image means summer, safety, and fun to me. Because in the context of my ice cream cone memory, those were the emotions that I felt in that moment of getting that ice cream. Seeing those pastel colors or sprinkles or coarse sugar or an ice cream cone, as I described, are all symbols to me. They're all meaning this happy-go-lucky moment of childhood in the summer when everything was great because I got this ice cream cone. They may have little or no meaning to anyone else, but they have meaning to you. They could show up in your landscape as a rainbow or clouds, a river, a mountain. And when you see the symbols, you know what it's pointing to. That is why making a code or a key to these various inner landscapes, symbols, and whatever else is significant or shows up often in your landscapes can be very helpful in determining how you are truly feeling. Also note, what is out there in real nature conjures up feelings or thoughts or memories. Note it. If a certain type of tree brings back a memory to you, maybe that's a symbol. If a certain uh, scene, green grass is your jam because it brings back memories of childhood or calmness or serenity, perhaps you seek that out in real life as a place to visit when you need to relax. Using your internal landscapes to point to real things out there in the world that trigger emotions, all different types of emotions, it's really helpful because oftentimes you're seeing these things out in nature and you're not really paying that much attention to them, but they are conjuring up feelings for you. Like if you had a really horrible experience playing football and you walk past a football field every day, you might subconsciously be feeling bummed out when you walk by the football field. Using internal landscape to point out those real things in the world that trigger emotions is helpful. Nature is a powerful way to heal. It can be important for healing as talking to a good friend. 
Sometimes we are also deeply connected to nature, even if we live in the city. If you don't believe me, spend a day noticing when you notice something in nature. Even in the city, it can be the sky, a breeze, the weather, the sun, a blade of grass in the sidewalk, and so on. We all have experienced the effects of weather on our moods, and we all have felt the relief of falling into deep sleep after darkness has fallen. So nature is extremely important to our emotional well-being. Animals often fall into this category as well. For example, the heart healing power of the unconditional love of a pet who is excited to see you when you come home from being out, or one that comforts you when you're feeling sad, is really powerful. Nature is really powerful. And if you can bring that sense of nature into your internal landscapes, it'll really help you talk to yourself on this deeper level. If you are interested in the journaling prompts on this topic, or the meditation, please stay tuned. I promise to have those out in a couple days, Max. I will be putting out those as next episode podcasts or as next videos. I will link them in the description when they're created. For now, please like and subscribe. It helps me create more content on the channels and the meetup group, which I will also link in this description. I hope you're able to work with this practice. It's really powerful if you let it be so. For now, know that I love you and that I support you and I'll see you in the next one. Take care, my good friends. And look, this is my little dog that I'm fostering from the Humane Society. This is proof in itself that nature is powerful and has the potential to heal.